Hey, you guys, thank you so much for joining me on your favorite listening platform for podcasts, whether that be Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. I'm so grateful that you are here. This is the Peace of My Mind podcast. I am Cynthia Beaudry. This is a Peace of My Mind, P-E-A-C-E. Uh, if you've been listening a long term with me, you know that I used to give people a piece of my mind and that was without restraint and with boundaries and wasn't with the the most um, edifying nature. But now I give people a P-E-A-C-E of my mind. As I grow in the Lord, as I have intentional communion with Him, He shares with me His heart and, and through His word I get to learn about His character. And so I come on here to, to share what God is doing in and through my life. And I hope that as I share a piece of my mind with you, that you would hear a piece of God's heart for you in this season of your life. If this is your first time joining me, I want to invite you to listen to previous episodes. When I initially started this, this podcast, my heart was to share basic discipleship principles with the body of Christ I was mentoring, I'm actually continuing to mentor new believers, Christians that are young in their faith, and my heart and my desire is that you would mature, that you would grow, that you would be able to, to walk out biblical principles and biblical intentions for your life. And so I just wanted to equip men and women, and, and for me mostly women, that were growing in their faith. And so in previous episodes, I've talked about prayer time, I've talked about um, fellowship and worship and fasting and, and incorporating these spiritual disciplines. And the word discipline has such a negative connotation, but it just basically means living out consistently and faithfully God's calling in your life. And so um, I have lots of previous episodes for you to dive into, and hopefully you will find some benefit in those. Today's episode is a little bit different. Um, I have um, in the past ha had topical podcast episodes where I share with you on a specific topic. And this one might be um, have a specific theme, but I just wanted to come and share a piece of my mind, a piece of my heart with what God is doing in Brian and I's life here in Huntsville, Alabama. So we have moved here during a pandemic. We moved across the country and we started a new life and it has been incredibly hard for us. And so I want to share with you a little bit of what God is doing and what our life looks like, give you all the deets, get your tea so we can just sip some tea together and you can hear all the juicy details of my life and, and hopefully you'll be encouraged. But uh, it's been a long time since I've done one of these episodes and I just wanted to be upfront and be honest with you. I struggle with depression and anxiety and that by, that in, its, in and of itself might be a podcast theme for the future where we talk about that specific thing. But to be upfront and forthright with you, I struggle with a lot of depression and anxiety in my past and in my childhood. I have a lot of trauma and a lot of baggage that I carry. And so sometimes doing something as a podcast is overwhelming and it just doesn't fit in um, in the scheme of my mental, my, my mental health and my mental well-being. And so I apologize that I haven't done one of these podcast episodes in a long time. But to be honest, it's been such a hard season. If you go back March of 2020, when the, the pandemic first started to hit America, I my heart and my intention was to show up 
I wanted to show up for the church. I wanted to show up for people. I wanted to people to be encouraged. And I had a lot of emotional, mental, and spiritual stamina to to show up for you and to and to bring encouragement for you in that season. So go back and listen to those episodes. But as the pandemic has gone for months and months and months, and there have been incredible changes and incredible losses in this season. I have found myself struggling and just feeling overwhelmed and burdened by the by that season of 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 the time that we're in. And so it's been harder and, and harder for me to show up for people. And I think that's valid and I think that's honest. And I and I want you to hear that because I want to give you permission. When you show up for people out of the abundance of what God has done in your life, that's wonderful and that's beautiful. And when you can't show up for people, that's valid too. You have permission to take timeouts for yourself. You have permissions to be in a season where you need to be poured into, where you need to be on the receiving end of life. And that's okay. And that's humanity. And honestly, that's what Jesus is for, for each one of us. And so um, I apologize for not showing up for you in the consistent manner that I have this past previous year. And also, there's permission to not show up. Like I said, I've been overwhelmed by the season and the grief. And last March, um, a year ago, not March 2021, but March 2020, when the pandemic first hit, I'm going to share with you a a mini testimony of something very hard, but yet sweet that the Lord did for me. I have, I had an aunt in Puerto Rico and I had messaged her the first week of March and I had been putting it off. She added me on Facebook and and like I've told you guys, I have a love-hate relationship with social media. And so when people add me on social media, I'm like, oh gosh, this is a responsibility that I don't know if I need to have and want. She added me on social media and I was um, stalling for a couple weeks. And I thought, man, my aunt, my aunt in Puerto Rico, I'd just rather see her face to face. But what's the reality? I'm in, I'm in Portland, Oregon, and she's in Puerto Rico. And so um, the day that I decided I, to accept her friend request on Facebook, I just felt like, you know what? I can do this. It's not a big deal. It's just, it's just social media, right? And I, and I also had a, another agenda. I thought, you know, I'm going to message her and ask her what her address is so that I can go surprise her. Brian and I were planning a trip on Puerto Rico, and I just wanted to show up on her door and surprise her and just have sweet fellowship with her. So I accepted her friend request on Facebook, and then I, I, I private messaged her and said, I'm so glad you added me on Facebook because I was, as, I was wanting to ask you for your address. And she sent me her address and I was like, oh, great. Now Brian and I can book our tickets. And we were set like we were ready to hit, you know, enter (laughs) on the website so we could confirm our, our airline tickets. And so she sent me back her address. And I was like, bet this is this is going down. I'm, I can't wait to 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 go surprise her. And that's one thing. I don't know if you know this about me, but if I love you and I feel comfortable with you and we have a relationship where I feel like I can show up for you in any way that I feel comfortable with, I will surprise you. I do surprises. And you guys, I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't do surprises and I'm not a surprise person. But if I love you, I love surprises and I love to surprise you. It's just a a, a deeper level of relating. And like, I'll give you an example. Growing up, my grandmother who raised me, she was my mother. And so I would never tell her if I was coming for the holidays for Christmas or Thanksgiving, I would never tell her. I would just show up. 
I would show up and she would be like, Ay, mira, mi nena. And I'd be like, Grandma, I'm here, Abuela, I'm here. And she would get so happy and I would surprise her. And, and that was just, that's just something that I do with my family, with my friends, the people that I love. And so I was like, you know what? Bet, I'm going to surprise Titi Marta when I go to Puerto Rico this time. And I got her address. And that was on a Monday. And um, if I get emotional, this podcast, yeah, now I'm, listen, I don't know if you hear this in the background. I started fidgeting because I'm going to, I'm getting in my feelings, you guys. This is a piece of my mind and it's a piece of my feelings and I'm getting in them. Um, she sent me her address. And um, and then that Wednesday, she she passed away. She died. And um so Brian and I, we did we did get our plane tickets. We did go to Puerto Rico, and we and we did get to see her. Oh, pero you know, it, it was in um, it was for her funeral, <laughs> and that and listen, that was the start of my pandemic. Was a death. She didn't die of COVID. She died of um, other complications that she had in her health, which I'm I'm grateful for that. She wasn't in, in, in that kind of agony that she died peacefully. She just made a decision to just go home. Um, so Brian and I did get to see her. We did we did get to surprise her, but it was on different terms that we ha- we had expected. But you know what? That's what this pandemic did for all of us, not just Brian and I. It did it did that for all of us where we um, it wasn't anything of what we expected and what we dreamed or imagined. But I was still trying to find the goodness of God in that, and the goodness of God was. I accepted her friend request. How kind is Jesus? He's so kind where he said, hey, you can do this. You can, I release you. You don't have to be so stressed out about social media. You can just love on your titi and accept her friend request. And and he was so kind to let me do that on Monday. And then Wednesday she passed away because you know what? Imagine if she passed away and I still had her on read and I hadn't accepted or checked or or replied. You know how guilty would I have felt? But the goodness and kindness of God is that he is the one directing our paths, that he is the one that is Lord in our lives and that all our decisions get filtered through and in him. And so I was so grateful that he gave me that last opportunity to private message her on Facebook, even if it was just something as simple as, hey, Titi, what's your address? I just want to send you something. And she was like, okay, let me give you this, you know? But that was the start of my pandemic, and ever since then, it's been um, it's been loss and heaviness and and grief after grief. And another thing that I will share with you guys is, like I mentioned, I have a love hate relationship with social media, and at the same time, I know that my gifting is social media and reaching people virtually. As an introvert. <laughs> My biggest blessing is that I can I can connect with someone deeply and not have it be face to face. Come on now, let me just be real. It's a piece of my mind. So I have lots of different uh, social media accounts, and I also support people uh, ministries in their own social media accounts. And that's one of my giftings. So. Um, one of my social media accounts is called Biddygrams, and it's something that where, where I post tiny little messages and tiny little images that will make people smile. And when I started that account in 2019, there was a young girl that I connected with. Her name was Raquel. And um, her and I spent a lot of time chatting on instant message, private message. And I learned about her story. She was 17. She had a baby who was stillborn, but she had named him Eli. 
And she was always talking to me about baby Eli and about how much she missed him and how much she wished he was still in her life. And here's her story. And I, and I, I share this, you don't know her last name, so this is still private and this is still honoring to her and her family, but I share this because this is what she shared with me and I was a public person, a public persona on on Instagram. She said, I was, I was raped and, um, and I got pregnant and when my baby Eli was born, he was born and I got to hold him, but he was still born and so he passed away and um and yet he was the biggest blessing of my life and so her and I had uh, many conversations about baby Eli and 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 also about my account where she said she was finding so much joy and it was just making her smile and she was so grateful to connect with my little um, Instagram account it's not a Christian account it's just an account that um, is designed and it, it really is. It's just many messages to make people have smiles. Many, I hope I have many, many smiles from people. Anyway, so Raquel and I talked and I even sent her a letter through the mail. She gave me her address. She trusted me with her address and I mailed her. And, um, during the pandemic, I had sent her a message and was like, Hey, I ha- I'm just checking in Raquel. I'm just checking in. How are you feeling? How are you doing? And I I didn't hear from her from her for about three months, and then um, I got a message and and from her account, and this is it. It said, "This is Raquel. This is Raquel's mom." Unfortunately, um, she was she was battling many demons, and we couldn't hold her against her will. But we're so grateful that she had so many people that loved her and 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 were friends with her. Um, she was only seventeen, you guys. So um, this season has been just just really intense and really hard, and not just for me and not just for Brian. I know that. It has been intense for you in different ways, I'm sure. But um, I, I want you to hear and I want to share with you because this is the reality of life. <laughs> this is the, the beautiful dichotomy of being alive and sharing in beautiful experiences that when we enter into deep joy and intimacy with each other in beautiful and holy terms, we also enter into grief and suffering um, with Christ Jesus and with each other. And so that's a part of our journey here on earth. Um, But it's been really overwhelming. And the other thing is my mother is sober. She is sober-minded and she is sober from drugs. Nine months. Nine months, you guys. That is a big deal. She's been doing crack cocaine for, I mean, since I was a child and she has been sober from crack cocaine and from cigarettes, from smoking, like, um, she was a, a chain smoker. And she's she stopped smoking cigarettes and she stopped smoking crack cocaine and that's been for nine months. And so that's such a big deal and I celebrate that. In the midst of craziness, loss, pandemic and COVID and all that stuff, there's lots of stuff to celebrate and lots of stuff to give thanks to the Lord about. And so um, she's been sober 
and 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 this is a new uh, season of how her and I are relating because before we didn't we didn't relate and if we related it was very um sporadic and once in a while because she was not a safe person for me and she wouldn't be able to receive the love that I was wanting to offer her but now that she's sober her and I talk every other day on the phone. It's ridiculous. I, I'm so weirded out by the whole experience where I'm like, whoa, this is what having her as a mom is like. Like, okay, <laughs> this is weird. She sends me letters. She sends me, you know what? You know what else she sends me, you guys? Let me just be upfront and be honest with you. You know what else she sends me? You know, the money that she would send to she would spend for her addiction, she winds up sending it to me. And so Brian and I get these random money orders for random amounts of money. And she'll write on it, I want Penny to get groomed. She doesn't say groomed. She says, I want Penny's hair to get cut. I want Penny's hair to get clean. <laughs> and so we've been saving. And, and it's been a blessing because I'm not working. Brian's working, but I'm not working. And um, well, I am working, but I just don't get paid for it. So it's been such a blessing, the little monetary gifts that she sends to us in the season that we needed it, where Brian took a pay cut. He was getting, we were balling in Vancouver, Washington, and now we're in Huntsville, and this is like a struggle bus, okay? And we're like, honk, honk, wee. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, my my mom is sober, but yeah, she'll send us, you know, $100 here, $200 there. What an incredible, beautiful blessing, and extremely humbling, Listen, I don't know if you ever accepted money from a crackhead before, but if you did, you would be shook because it's humbling. It's absolutely humbling. I'm grateful to know that her money is not being perpetuated for darkness and for addiction and for dysfunction and for bondage. I'm grateful for that, but it's also very humbling to get a, a money order from a crackhead, a former crackhead. That's not her identity. I just use that terminology so that you guys can get a full picture of what the context is. I hope you know that, that when I use the terms that I use, it's not in a derogatory sense. It's in a, a sense to give context and to give a full picture. But it's very humbling. This is what he told me. I said, Lord, there's so many beautiful reasons to leave. <laughs> there is a, a cloud of witnesses. There is an ethereal, eternal beauty and pleasure that we get to walk into once we cross over from from our flesh bodies and into the spiritual realm where we live eternally with Jesus, like that's going to be perfect paradise and perfect pleasure. And that is something that I strive for and look forward to. And and even though my finite mind can't understand how or why Raquel and if she was saved and how she related to Jesus and if I was effective enough in sharing the gospel with her, like all those things, there's questions. But I just lean back into the goodness of God knowing that his desire is that none should perish, that his mercy endureth forever. And that I just know and, and, and rest in the fact that he loved Raquel and that he used every single opportunity to win her to him. And like like her mom said, she was wrestling with it, with tremendous demons. We couldn't hold her against her will. And so I come to the Lord and I say, Lord, I don't know how or why, how you brought Raquel into your perfect pleasure. But I, I believe you did and I trust you did. And I, and I lean back into that, that, 
faith, knowing that you loved her and you were pursuing her right until the very last moment. And I will rest in that. I will not be devoid of hope. And, um, and I know that there's so many beautiful reasons to cross over and to be into your marvelous light permanently. So what is the point, Jesus? Why are we here? Why? What's the purpose? If to be present, to be out of body, like Paul says, to be absent from body is to be present with Christ. Like, whoa. <laughs> yes, give me some of that, Lord. Be present with you. You are the King of Kings, the perfect one, the Holy One of Israel, who is the beautiful bridegroom, counselor, shepherd, redeemer, lover of my soul. Like, if I get to be with you for 2407, like, what's up? Sign me up right now. Let's do this. But I'm still here. Why? What's the point? And this is what the Lord has shared with me. And this is what the Lord has encouraged my heart in. And this is why I'm showing up here for you guys today is because I want to encourage your heart in this as well. He's told me just as there are so many beautiful reasons to leave, there are so many beautiful reasons to stay. I told the Lord, you're going to have to help me with this one. <laughs> I know you're I know you're right, but I don't feel it and I don't see it. And listen, when my feelings don't align with the facts, then I ask the Lord to help me to feel the facts. And so I've been praying, God, show me your goodness. It says, show me your goodness in the land of the living. Where is your goodness here in the land of the living? Where are the beautiful reasons to stay? And he has been so faithful. He opened my eyes. He said, if you want to see it, I will show you. If you want reasons, I will give them to you. Last night, Brian and I, because we're in Huntsville, Alabama, the churches are opened up, full functioning, full capacity. Wow, what a blessing. And so we had our church group, our home group over last night, and we had chicken and, and um, mashed potatoes and, and, and mac and cheese and fried chicken and collard greens. It was so good, you guys. I'm, I'm serious. The South got, got some good comfort food, and we need a lot of comfort, so the South got some good comfort. But last night we had our home group over and everyone was sitting around in our table, dining room table, Brian and I's in our first home where we hosted a whole group of people since the pandemic first hit and since from since moving to Huntsville, honestly. And so last night we had a bunch of people here in our dining room table and there was um, a one lady who has a three-year-old and his name, we call him Fat Fat. <laughs> he is the cutest, most adorable son, boy you will ever see and he just grabs my hand he goes let's go let's go and so we he wanted to go around the house and take a tour and so i was like all right fat fat let's go i'm gonna show you upstairs let's go and so i'm going up the stairs with fat fat and um and he's just delighting my heart i'm like girl this when this lady leaves i'm keeping her son here with us because <laughs> he was so cute we're going around our house fat fat him he's holding my hand he's taking me on a tour of my own house so adorable and the Lord is like, this is a beautiful reason to stay. <laughs> I go back downstairs, him and Fat, me and Fat Fat, we're just like, okay, we went upstairs. Now we go back downstairs. We go sit down. There's a table full of people that love Jesus, that have experienced him in tangible and beautiful ways, powerful ways, life-changing ways. And he says, look around this table. 
These are all reasons to stay. And so I, I'm undone, you guys. I'm, I'm wrecked by the love and sovereignty of our Lord Jesus. He puts us in community. And yes, there's a lot of hard, grievous things that are going on. But he says, you know what? Think on whatever things are true, lovely, and of good report. Think on those things. And not only think on those things, but those are reasons to stay. Those are reasons to make my will, my kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, heaven is the place that we look towards, we look forward to. We, we have that hope in our hearts that we will never give up because of the hope of heaven. That's one thing. Out of every other religion that I have been a part in, I have been, been a part of a lot of different doctrines and ideologies. The hope of heaven in Christ Jesus is one that I have never found in any other place. In every other place, you're fighting, you're working, and you're wishing. And in Christianity, you are banking, you are leaning in the reality of the cross. The reality of the cross is that through his sacrifice, by his blood that was shed, we are made one and we have access and availability to his kingdom and to his eternity with him in fellowship forever. Yes, that's a beautiful reason to leave, but in the meantime, when it's not our time to leave, we are here on earth and we have reasons to stay. And so I want to encourage you, open your eyes and open your heart and ask him, Lord, what are the beautiful reasons to stay? Show me because I want to sow into those reasons. I want to appreciate those reasons and I want to celebrate those reasons. I love you guys so much and I think this is where I'm going to end it. I want to give a shout out to my friend Natanya, who's in Portland, Oregon. It's her birthday today. Maybe I will do shout outs from now on. I think that's kind of cool. I don't want to single people out and give favoritism, but to be, today's her birthday, so she's going to get it. It is what it is. Natanya, happy birthday. You are a, be- uh, you are a beautiful reason to say. And everyone else who's li- listening to this, you are also a beautiful reason to stay. I love you so very much. I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. And um, if you have time, if you remember it, you know what? Give yourself a a, a back a backpack because you deserve it. Because you've worked hard, you've gotten through this pandemic. You're still here, standing. Praise the Lord. Pat yourself on the back. And give the Lord a hand clap because he alone is worthy and he alone is good. And we give him all the thanks and praise. I love you. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.